Good evening, Denver fans. Welcome to the first episode of the Denver War Room Sports Podcast. My name is Zach Niles, and today we are going to talk about the top five Denver prospects for the NFL draft. Now, being a longtime Denver fan, I I love the Denver Broncos. I have been with them since Peyton Manning, Tebow, you name it. And recently with Vance Joseph and just the whole GM and John Elway just kind of messing with things, you know, you really hope for a good draft pick. And, hope, and luckily this year, of course, we got Phil Lindsay, Robert Chubb. You know, we got a couple of great guys that have really helped us. And Portland Sutton, of course, a great wide receiver. But, you know, that doesn't mean we can't look for the future. So without further ado... These are the top five Denver Broncos prospects for the NFL draft. Now, when I look at Youngtown, I think of Kyler Murray. When, it, when I watch his highlights and his games, he's fast, he's great with downfield vision, and he can really throw it accurately, which is a quarterback Denver definitely needs. Also, with the scrambling he has and how he's able to elude defenses so easily, picking up 10, 20 yards, and maybe even a touchdown. With Denver always struggling with the O-line, he can really make up for it by being able to scramble. He's looking like another Lamar Jackson, Mike Vick, you know, another great scrambling quarterback that, you know, Denver can really use because Case Keenum can't stay there forever, believe it or not. And, you know, the Broncos even have a good backup. Was it Ryan Hogan, I think? <laughs> and honestly, with Kyler Murray being drafted and coming into this reimagined Broncos offense with a new head coach and a new coaching staff altogether, he can make a great asset to the team. It can really help out Denver when it comes to practice, games, when it comes to tough defenses that don't have the best hard flat defense but you can really scramble with them so that's my top pick for the NFL draft and hopefully they draft Tyler Brady but he's also definitely not a first round you know I've looked on many mock drafts and many different things and he's not on there and you know what that's that's a good thing right if no teams want him hey Denver can swoop him up. Let's hope John Elway can sprinkle some of that magic and uh, make it work. Number two, Drew Locke. Now, Locke is one of those players that have draft analysts suggesting he'll be going to Denver. But I'm not too sure if this guy will be the real deal coming in or not. Coming from Missouri, Drew Locke is definitely an impressive quarterback with great pocket presence and a pretty impressive arm. He'll be a great help to Denver as long as he's ready for the big lease and won't crumble under pressure his first year as a rookie quarterback. And, you know, coming from an unknown college isn't a bad thing. You know, you don't need to come from Alabama or you know, Clemson to really have yourself be implemented into the NFL that early in time, you know? And personally, you know, with Phil Lindsay being drafted, you know, as a free agent his rookie year and coming in being fantastic you know he he almost set the single 
record yards. I mean, of course, Saquon did. He's also fantastic, of course. <laughs> um, no, but, you know, I think Denver can use a good pocket presence, but if that O-line doesn't hold up, what's the point? You know, just throw Keenan back in there. It'll just be the same old, same old, you know? And with the Broncos ending on 6-10, and 10, I'm hoping he's not a draft bust. That's the biggest problem with Denver. It always seems like when it comes to quarterbacks, they get the draft bust. Like Paxton Lynch. Oh, don't get started about Paxton. You know, he... I think Elway rushed him too quickly. And... with that, you know, we could just use a good quarterback that has all kinds of great attributes all around, you know, but, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put my doubts on Drew Locke just yet, you know, you gotta see him try, right? My third NFL draft pick would be Debo Samuel. With the wide receiver injuries recently, including, you know, Isaiah McKenzie, Emmanuel Sanders, Denver's wide receiver core has been losing its touch, not allowing Case Keenum to have many weapons to throw to, and including the Demarius Thomas trade that was very questionable, but at the same time, you know, you can definitely look at it as he's getting older, you know, you might need more younger guys to really set their foot into that Denver wide receiver core. And I think with Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton, Debo Samuel will be a great asset to the team. Watching his performance in college at the University of South Carolina, he's fast, a great red zone wide receiver, and is clutch with many of his one-hand handlers and athleticism that lets him tower over corners as his 6'208 stature lets him get high in the air and make great plays. Hopefully, you know, we get a good quarterback. You know, you can't have good receivers without a good quarterback, you know. And, of course, you know, if you have a Gronk on your team, he can literally tower over anything and catch any passes you toss to him. I mean, come on, 6, 7, 250, you know. You don't need a good quarterback to have Gronk. You just got to get in the general area and he can catch it. But let's hope Samuel will make a great receiver for the Broncos, considering the red zone offense isn't the best, and Philip Lindsay obviously cannot do it all. Going into the more defensive area, with Bradley Chubb being drafted, he really supported that D-line. You know, Shane Ray, Bradley Chubb, Von Miller, D'Amato Pecco, you know, he really helped out. He really helped with the sack count, you know, helped that increase. You know, really helped Von Miller get easy pressure. But obviously the defense can't do it all. This isn't Super Bowl 50 after all. You know, and the never-ending struggle for the Broncos' defense, you know, with the offense always being a bit choppy here and there, you know, it would not be bad for a player such as Quinn and Williams to be a good pass rusher to help out Chubb and Ray and Paco. There's no problem with upgrading the D-line to help the Broncos upgrade their unstoppable defense. Quinn Williams is sure to help Chubb and Miller in building the best defense in the league. 
Quinnen is for sure quick off the line and can get anyone who passes by him. Watching his highlights, he's looking like an Aaron Donald, a big boy that can get can evade that O-line and give the quarterback enough pressure to make a bad throw, setting up for a sack, safety, or even an interception. I hope Quinnen can help the Broncos succeed after a two-year drought. Last but not least, <laughs> let's talk about the never-ending struggle of the Broncos' offensive line. Oh, man, that offensive line. If the, if the opposing team has a great defense, uh, there's always sure to be five to seven sacks on Keenum or whoever's playing quarterback. It was even almost a struggle with Manning. You know, that's why he was out before Super Bowl 50. That's why Brock had to come in, you know? And, you know, it it's helpful to have an offensive line. An offensive line gives the quarterback and receivers enough time to get open and to hopefully gain some yardage. But without an offensive line, without help or any support, the quarterback will crum- crumble under pressure and get sacked almost immediately. It's just simple football, you know? And, you know, this is where I think Jonah Williams will come in. Coming from Alabama... Jonah offers that quickness and skill an old tackle needs to really provide time for its quarterback to get the ball off in time and make plays. Jonah, believe it or not, does months of training in California to get time in to get ready for the NFL so that he can compete at the professional level and show his teammates and rivals what he's really made of. Jonah Williams will make a great asset to the Denver Broncos. And good luck to him and every one of these prospects. And every prospect in that manner. You know? And... Here's the thing, Keenum was hacked 34 times. <laughs> if that's not a red flag, I don't know what is, you know? And being a Broncos fan the past two, three seasons, after Manning with Simeon, Paxton, a little bit of Brock again, believe it or not. Man, Brock went full circle in the NFL. I think he's still being paid by the Texans. Oh, God. <laughs> but with the O-line the defense the wide receivers the quarterbacks that's what shapes an NFL team that's what makes it good and the Broncos of course they have strong areas you know they have great linebackers great corners you know Chris Harris Bradley Roby you know I mean yeah, Bradley Roby let up a couple you know sideline catches and touchdowns and you know, it's disappointing, but obviously, with the offense being your main way of scoring, you can't expect them to win the game, you know? You have to have that support on offense. That's why I'm hoping John Elway and, you know, everyone in that board room will decide that they need to focus on offense, and although defense wouldn't be the worst, they really need to help out with that, you know? And with that, I'm going to go into the 2019 season for the Denver Broncos and see if these prospects 
will help build that team and help face these teams that may be a struggle or maybe just might be a breeze to go through. Now let's take a look at the Denver Broncos 2015 schedule. At home, they have the Kansas City Chiefs, home and away. Of course, in the AFC West, they're going to face Kansas City, Oakland, Chargers six times. And they're, they're tough teams. You can't get around that. With the Chiefs and the Chargers going into the playoffs, both losing to the Patriots, sadly. You know, a better defense will surely stop Pat Mahomes. And, you know, the Chargers, they have a great defense. We don't have the greatest offense. But I'm sure, you know, Kyler Murray can really help that out. You know, same with Jonah Williams can really help improve that other line. And at home, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, the Jaguars, uh, I don't know what happened to them, but they fell off, especially with Blake Bortles. You know, I, I don't know what happened. They had to put in their backup, what, three quarters throughout the, through the season, halfway. You know, I'm hoping that'll be a win, an evil win, you know, that they can steamroll for, through the Jaguars that... You know, maybe we'll improve. I think there were talks of getting Joe Flacco, but I, but I can't be too positive. At home again, the Broncos are hosting the Tennessee Titans. Well, the Titans were one game away from the playoffs, being defeated by the Colts. And the Titans are not a bad team. They really are. You know, they have a good offense and a pretty decent defense. You know, you know, I, I see this team as average, a little above average, maybe. So, hopefully the Broncos can win. I mean, I hope they can win all these games, of course. But let's hope that they can really beat the Titans and secure another win. At home, they are again hosting the Chicago Bears. Now, the Bears, with getting Khalil Mack, you know, that defense is just phenomenal. Sadly, with Cody Parkey getting chipped on the field goal and losing to the Eagles, that was very disappointing. I was very excited for the Bears. I like the Bears. You know, I like Khalil Mack. I mean, I'm glad he got traded away from the Raiders. Thank God for John Gruden for ruining that team. But, you know, the Chicago's defense and... Denver's offense, you can't be too sure. They're so good, and you never know if they're going to succeed. At home again, they have the Detroit Lions. Now, the Lions, eh, you know, Matt Patricia is a pretty good defensive coach. He did beat the Patriots at, when they went to the Lions. And that, that was pretty impressive. I was very surprised when they won. But I think Matt Patricia really wanted to get back at Belichick and the whole Patriots, you know, for trading, for giving him away to the Lions. But, hey, he really made up for it, beat him. You know, I, I'm sure he went home happy that night, right? And the Cleveland Browns, last but not least, that they will be hosting. Now, oh, man. the Browns were a surprise coming in to the 2018 season. You know, no one really expected that. You know, Baker Mayfield's great. He was. But no one thought, hey, new quarterback, new team. And, of course, the Jarvis Landry. You know, that was that was a great trade that the Browns got. And, hey, they beat the Broncos by one point. But hopefully with better coaching and 
you know, a better defense, offense, that the Broncos can finally succeed over the Browns at home and get revenge for their loss. Away again, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. Now, we do better at home, of course. You know, we have that advantage. You know, being so high up, it gets everyone tired. But away is where the Broncos start to struggle the most. And I think being, being in Oakland, you know, there's a big chance there. You know, and they're still going to be rebuilding going to this, into the season. So let's hope that, you know, with the still rebuilding, you know, that the Raiders don't really try their hardest and, you know, give up a loss to the Broncos. And with the Chiefs, I, I have no doubts that they're going to go to the Super Bowl. You know, they, they sadly lost to the Patriots. And, oh, God, that game. You know, how, how could, how could Ford sit on, sit off sides and lose his team in the game? That was, that was brutal to watch. I was, I was pretty mad, you know. I mean, being in the AFC West and being a Bart Uncles fan, I will not, uh, you know, think for a second to root against the Patriots. I will always root against them, even if it is the Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, you know. So I was rooting for the Chiefs, and when they lost, I was, I was just tired of it. <laughs> the Patriots going to another Super Bowl series, and it just sucks. But, you know, hey, hopefully soon Brady will retire the NFL will be at kind of a level, or maybe the Chiefs will overrule, who knows, we'll have to see, and the Chargers, you know, the Chargers are always a pretty above average team, they're pretty good, I mean, they're always pretty good, and, you know, with that, you know, all the Broncos can hope for is that they try their hardest, they succeed, and they really watch out for that defense, that defense is phenomenal, that's what helps you all get in a way, they're going to Minnesota. Now, Minnesota, you know, they're not a bad team, you know. But we did get Case Keenum from them, sadly. I mean, you know, at first when I saw Case Keenum going to the Broncos, I was excited. You know, new quarterback, you know, coming off of that uh, Minnesota miracle. You know, that was, that was a great game. Um, but, you know, Keenum was probably under the pressure. You know, going to a new division, a new team, new rivals. You know, he, he was probably nervous. Let's hope against this Vikings team, he knows what to do and that he can win this game for the Broncos. Now, again, the Broncos will be going to Green Bay. Now, Green Bay did pretty good. You know, I'm not going to talk them down. They're a great team. Aaron Rodgers, probably one of the greatest of all time. You know, he he's a great quarterback. You know, but, you know, that defense was struggling hard, and that offense was almost abysmal. You know, Mike McCarthy was just calling the worst plays possible, and it was just rough to watch. You know, I was watching my friends, and, you know, they couldn't handle it, and I'm sure I couldn't either. You know, it was just, ugh, you know. But, you know, I pray for the Packers that they bounce back. Because I do like seeing them in the Super Bowl. You know, they always know how to find a way to really t- 
take advantage of that other team and really gain a lead against them early on and win the game. Away again is the Indianapolis Colts. Now this is the time when I wish that Peyton Manning still played, that he could go up against the Colts. You know, and of course he, he definitely did during his time on the Broncos. But, you know, two seasons ago, they beat the Colts, and, you know, but the Colts are a different team. You know what I mean? They're a different team, and they're phenomenal. And with the rumors that Le'Veon Bell might be going to the Colts, or Antonio Brown might be going to the Colts, you know, you can, you can never count on that this team won't come out swinging. the Broncos will make their way to Houston. Now, Houston has Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas is a great wide receiver. You know, he's fast, but he's old, you know? And that's one of the main reasons why the Broncos traded him, you know? Got something out of it. And, but, you know, that Texans defense, it's great. You know, you got J.J. Watt, Tyron Matthew. You know, you really can't get by it if, unless you're just a phenomenal offense. And Denver, you know, always continues to struggle in the offense. And they also did lose to them last season when when they came right after the Demarius Thomas trade. So. And last but not least, the Broncos will be going to Buffalo again. And it seems like every time they go to Buffalo, they lose. You know? I mean, Buffalo's a... Uh, they're not that good, you know. But you know, they always seem to lose to them, and that's always disappointing when I see that, you know. But you know, let's just hope that the Broncos can prevail, upgrade that defense, offense with all these draft prospects, and yeah, you know, let's let's hope. Right? And that's. We'll wrap up the first episode of the Denver War Room Sports Podcast. My name is Zach Niles, and the and the great, great state of Colorado. Have a great night, a great day, and I will talk to you all later. Mm-hmm.